Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Hartman, the co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for another episode of the Steelers Preview. That's right, the Thursday night show live on our YouTube channel. In case you're listening in audio platform, we're live on YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com, search BTSE Steelers Radio, and follow us there. And every single Thursday, you have the same crew joining me, Brian Anthony Davis. How's it going, Mr. Podcast Producer, Mr. PP? Hey, yo, I'm feeling good. <laughs> you know, we had a game this week already. We've got another one. You guys are laughing at me. My mic sounds, I don't sound like James Earl Jones. Much better, much better. Slash Buffalo <laughs> Bill, slash Frank the Tank. So I'm back and I've figured that part out. So, you know, I'm ready to go, ready to get ready to be busting some Braccos. There you go. Dave Schofield, the other co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. What's up, Dave? Hey, not much. I'm just very happy that the PP feels good. Um, that's that's always a positive thing. And uh, that's the goal, my friend. So don't have to be 2 a.m. for that. Dude. There we go. Um, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed, you know, because the Thursday night game's going on. But um, you know, we should be celebrating. This is a very big football event that we are, you know, very important thing that we're missing right now, and that's uh, the you know, the, the, the debut of Terry Bradshaw's show on, <laughs> on the e-network, <laughs> which I had, I said to my wife, I'm like, why would they put that on when there's football on? I don't get it. It's probably more entertaining than a Bengals versus Browns game. That's, well, that's why. True. Well, that's it's, true. it's not geared towards <laughs> us guys. It's geared to our wives. Really? I mean, those are the, that's who's going to be watching it. And, uh, Hey, let me ask a question real quick. Are, Bradshaw's girls are all over 18, right? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. <laughs> I'm not even going there. I'm okay, not good. even going there. Just, <laughs> okay. All right, let's get this show on the road. Just ask. Uh, let's get on the road and out of the gutter. So if you're looking for any type of replay or review of last week, you're not going to get it on this show. We have completely turned the page on the preview. We're looking ahead at the next opponent. And so in week two, the Pittsburgh Steelers host their first home game at Heinz Field. No fans in the whole month of September. The Denver Broncos come to town. The Denver Broncos are, for me at least, a very memorable team in Steelers history. There's a lot of memorable games against the Denver Broncos, but I wanted to ask you all, and I did this kind of last year. I didn't do it last week. Totally forgot. What's your most memorable Steelers Broncos moment. Dave, we'll start with you. Think of one. If you can't throw it to Brian, I know he probably has. No, I got it. Okay. I got it. Um, Just a moment. It was pregame the first year that I had season tickets when I was not at the game, but that was when Peyton Manning came to town and my sister was like, I want to go see Peyton Manning. I had seen Peyton Manning play before when he was with the Colts. Uh, and I saw him play in Washington. So I'm like, you guys go to that game. But I actually snagged a single front row seat to that game. And I was going to go, but then I let my brother-in-law have that seat so he could go and my sister and their son. And they went, and the, and it was in you know front row, end zone, closed end, visiting side. They made a a Peyton Manning sign about being a Steeler fan, but that loved Peyton Manning. And because he wasn't playing in the game, he came over and signed their sign. That's awesome. And they ended up on NFL network on TV of him signing the sign. So I know that's not what you were looking for, but when I hear Denver Broncos and Pittsburgh Steelers, that's always what, what goes in my head. It's a good story. It's a good story. That's what you think of. That's fine. Before I forget, crazy. And Chris, the Steelers won. <laughs> there you go. Crazy Chris puts a dollar ninety nine in the tip jar. Says, "Hey BTSC, it's nice seeing the gang all together. Nice seeing you again, Chris. Welcome back. If you're taking a sabbatical, Brian Anthony Davis, you think Steelers? You think Broncos? You think what? There are so many things that I think of when I with this rivalry, and it is a rivalry. Um, you know, I really got to look at you know 2006, January of 2006, when the Steelers finally got back to the Super Bowl, and that moment really when Heinz Ward caught the ball in the end zone, and uh, in the middle of that game, it wasn't the end of the game, but that's when you really knew that they had something going and, and there was nothing stopping this train to Detroit. Yeah. Thought that pass was picked off by the way. He kind of threw that on the run and it was, a that, that was a, whew, that was a good game. That was what I was going to say, but I had a backup. And to be honest with you, th- this is correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, it probably would have been 2016, but I guess it was the 2015 season. Was that not the crazy wild card oh. win in Cincinnati? And then you followed up by going to a Denver, the beat up, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger can barely throw his shoulders. They're having to shoot it up before the game just so he can throw. No Antonio Brown. He had a concussion. Thank you, Vontez Perfect. Just so banged up. That was uh, Martavis Bryant had a good game. That was the Tucson fumble. That was the Fitzgerald Tucson. They were this close from, I mean, that close from just pulling off what a tremendous upset that would have been. And there's a lot of heartache at Mile High, too. I mean, you think about the Tebow game. Um, that was disastrous in a lot of ways. Um, I think about the last time they played in Denver 
You know, that was the same game where Chris Boswell threw the touchdown pass to Alejandro Villanueva, but Philip Lindsay, who we'll talk about today, uh, he gashed them big time in that game. It was, it was really, really crazy when you think about this. But and then what is it, Brian? Ninety-eight was that not an AFC Championship game between the Broncos and Steelers? Yeah, and I was there. Ugh, that was a horrible game. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, that was uh, a bad one. Cordell threw way too many interceptions. They they could have. I mean, they really had that game. Were yeah. I mean, he threw three interceptions, a couple in the end zone. It was just absolutely ridiculous. You know, the Broncos have are one team that have owned the Steelers. Now, when you look at head-to-head records, you're always going to see the Bears, the Redskins, excuse me, the Washington football team, the Giants, the Packers. They're all the car. I'm not the Cardinals anymore, but they're all going to have, you know, historical records so much better. But that's because of everything that happened before the merger. When you look at the Broncos and Steelers, the Broncos are 20-11-1 and head-to-head. So the Steelers are nine games below 500 against the Broncos. And there have been a lot of heartache even in Pittsburgh as well. There have been a couple great games that, I mean, I almost went with 1984 because I always talk about 1984. That's yeah. one of my favorite Steelers-Broncos game. And the game Dave talked about was awesome as well in 2015 against the no-fly zone. But Denver's always kind of had their number. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting game here in week two because both teams, and I, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, is it normal for, like, I just have never, I can't remember, and this is not, it doesn't mean it's never happened, or at least in my recent memory. I mean, it seems kind of crazy that the Steelers obviously working on a short week, and so are the Broncos. It always seems like there's kind of an advantage. Is that normal for that to happen, or is that just the way the schedule played out? The only way you can do it is in a week, is in week two. That's okay. the only way it can happen. Yeah. Because there's usually no other, there's not usually two Monday night games and you're not playing the same team back. But I don't think this happens very often, though, does it? I can't remember if they've done that before. I, because something that does stick out in my mind is they, the NFL has also gotten into a tendency of the Thursday night game the week after Thanksgiving is two teams that also played on Thanksgiving. So Mm. they kind of had back to back Thursdays. They do some things like that where, um, where, where, where if they can, they match some of these things up. But, uh, I, I'd have to go back and research that one. You know, yeah. hey, that's, I already researched actually, and can answer the question you asked about in your let's ride. You didn't ask me that one in there. So what's that? I forget what I asked. Oh, that was about um, having two um, de- um, defensive front players. Oh, the two having interceptions. interceptions in a game. You found yeah. that stat? Yeah, I did. Is that the trivia tonight? Um, I have enough other stuff that it doesn't have to be. <laughs> well, what's the answer then? Okay. Well, for, now this was just the Steelers. Well, preface preface the the I'll, I'll preface okay. it while you look it up. So, well, no, on I the, have it right here. okay on on right. my Let's Ride Morning Podcast, which you haven't listened to, you need to because it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, thirty minutes long. Um, I said how crazy it was that the Steelers' two takeaways on Monday night were from T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward. Two players that are front seven guys that you would not think. I said, when was the last time that happened? So Dave looked it up. When was the last time that happened? I have it split into categories, okay? The most recent time it happened, technically you could count this in 2002 because Joey Porter had two interceptions in a game. Well, so it wasn't two different people. players, but it was two interceptions. Okay. So, But there's a reason I threw that one in there because you're going to like this where it comes later. When it was two different players, it was 1992 in week three. But it was two outside linebackers. It was Greg Lloyd and Gerald Williams. Okay. Okay. But then if you want to go back to where it was a defensive lineman and an outside linebacker, 
1990, week 13, in a, in a loss to the Cincinnati Bengals, it was Keith Willis and Greg Lloyd each had an interception. Wow. So, but That's incredible. what's crazy is if you look at just defensive linemen, just defensive linemen for the Steelers that have had touchdown or not the interceptions in their career, only one of them went for a touchdown. Brett Kiesel. Brett Kiesel, 79 against yards. Tampa against Bay. Tampa. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> but there is actually a player on the Pittsburgh Steelers that, that was a defensive lineman that had two interceptions in a game. And he did it twice. He's on the Steelers now? No. Oh, okay. Say, this is since the merger. Since the I merger. bet you Brian knows that one. Ahead, Brian. Mm, if it's if it's a defensive lineman, I'm thinking I mean LC Greenwood. Good guess, but because technically, because of what the Steelers were doing, they considered Dwight White as part of the defensive line. Okay. So Dwight White had two interceptions. Uh let's see, it was against Houston in 77. And he had two interceptions in 73 against Oakland. And it's funny, out of all the defensive linemen for the Steelers that have ever had an interception, the only game where the Steelers lost was that one I talked about with Keith, with Keith Willis, where he had one along with Greg Lloyd. So there, there that answered your question. Moving on. Yeah. So no, your no, other no. question was, <laughs> now what was the new one I got to figure out? I forget. Because <laughs> Brian was going to answer <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, 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 I actually had an answer for just a little bit. I mean, not the complete one, but then we got off on on this. But the Ravens are actually playing back-to-back Thursday night games this year because of the uh, Thanksgiving game against Pittsburgh and the uh, next week against Dallas. And see, once again, they did two teams that were playing on on Christmas, on Thanksgiving, also meeting on a Thursday the next week. So, yeah, that's kind of the, the, the formula they've taken. Yeah. Well, hey. It makes sense. So, anyways, yep. long let's let's come all the way back around the track, and <laughs> we're talking about the Steelers and the and the Broncos. There's no competitive advantage, you know. There's no. Well, they're both playing on short weeks. Pittsburgh had to travel in week one. Denver was at home. Denver has to travel in week two. Pittsburgh's at home, and they are both riddled with injuries. Whew. I mean, riddled with injuries. Now, if you were like me. Like Dave and I and Brian were all on a Slack channel for the entire BTSC group, but Dave and I are messaging each other nonstop throughout the day to make sure we're all up on top of things. And we're making sure that we are handling the breaking news the best we can. And so whenever the injury report comes out, we message each other like an image of the injury report. And I saw Wednesday's injury report. I had a little mini heart attack. I was like, oh my gosh, look at all these players. This is insane. What is going on? Last week, there were two. Deontay Johnson on Wednesday, and then he disappeared. And then David DeCastro, who obviously missed the game. And now they have, what, Dave, was it 10? It was 10 on Wednesday. And that included the two coaches' decisions of Pouncey and Roethlisberger. And and it also included Zach Banner because they had not made the roster move yet. But they did. They eventually did. But they did after practice was when that was announced. But I said in the article, don't flip out because Uh, it was going from Monday to Wednesday. Anyone that had anything, they were going to sit. There was no reason to rush back that fast. So, And I, yeah, I said that on the podcast as well. The injury report podcast is like, look, if Juju Smith-Schuster went down on the turf hard and his knees just like, man, my knees just sore, they're going to give him a day off and they're going to label it as a knee. But so then all of a sudden Thursday rolls around and 
Ah, everyone can decompress a little bit, but there's still some cause for concern. Dave, why don't you run down the injury list? As we know, because this is being recorded Thursday night. Yes. Um, so if you're listening on Friday and it's not the final designation, but Dave, what is it right now? Yes, it is now nine players because Zach Banner has officially been removed. There was nobody added, so that's positive. Yep. And every and seven players came back as full participants. The only two who did not practice – and what stinks is because they both play the same position was David DeCastro and Stefan Wisniewski. So Ben Roethlisberger and Marquise Pouncey, back. Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, back. Stefan Tuitt, back. Alejandro Villanueva from Illness, back. I was surprised James Conner was back. I had actually figured he would be either limited or not practice. So that wouldn't surprise me. So that's, that's good. So it looks like they're going to have everyone but – in one key, very extremely key position. Yeah. So Brian, let's talk about this. This is the headline of the title of this podcast. And that is, can the Steelers patchwork line pull things together and do enough to win the game on Sunday? And I say patchwork because if you look at the right side of the line, boy, is it going to be green because you're going to let's, let's be honest. Wisniewski's not going to play to Castro's not going to play. Kevin Dotson's going to start at right guard. I would be absolutely stunned if he doesn't go ahead, Dave. You're gonna no, say. I think you're correct. that Dotson's going to start, but if, but if Wisniewski is somewhat available, if he could maybe practice either, either limited or full tomorrow, I don't think he starts, okay. but I could see them keeping him there as a reserve because they don't have another okay. guard. So that, can't JC Hassenauer play guard though? Didn't Brian? That's a good that. question. Yes. He said that okay. he can switch. So he, but he would guard. be responsible for all those yeah. positions. Yes. Um, and everyone that they have on the practice squad is technically a tackle. Although Derwin Gray can play last guard. year. That's who I want to see. That would be then, you know, someone who'd be elevated from the practice squad would be is, is Derwin Gray. Is he able to play guard? I, yeah. I always had him listed as a guard and not a tackle, but the Steelers have him listed as tackle. Okay. So, Brian, you look at the right side. You look at Dotson, likely to get the start. You look at Chooksakor for who I know that you hate. I mean, you hate his guts. Mm-hmm. You've <laughs> cursed him out on this show many times. I don't think it's a cursing, <laughs> but I mean, I'm... you don't like him. You if don't think what he's I, any good. If what I said about Deontay Johnson means that I hate him, then Which that means bad. Brian Brian has Chooksakor for on his hit list that he has behind him that he can cross out before he <laughs> my, my Billy pick. Madison Steve Buscemi list. People I want to people I want to kill. Yes. yes. So. So um, that, that's a joke. If you're listening to audio, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, so Brian, can this patchwork offensive line get the job done? This is kind of concerning. It's all on one side. It's going to be scary, but they can. You know, Chooks. Here's the thing about Chooks. I think Chooks is uh, has proved that he's so much better in an actual NFL game, especially against the Los Angeles Rams last year, than he is in preseason. So I'll take that. We've had no preseason whatsoever. You know, that's one of the reasons that you have a lot of guys, more guys banged up because that was their uh, their first real action. And, y- you know, you got to think that way, though. But, you know, Chooks has had a lot of time. He is somebody that battled back and forth. And I learned through the Zach Banner interview that we had in late June was that those guys are battlers. Those guys are best friends. And. Chooks was going to see a lot of action in that Zach Banner role of last year as the uh, tackle eligible. So he's going to, and he saw time 
two years ago in that tackle eligible role. So he's not as green as you would think. And he is not as much as the liability. Now, Kevin Dotson, you just don't know. He's a pure athlete. You saw him on draft day pulling a truck behind his back. I mean, he is a raw talent, but he has never even played an NFL preseason game. I mean, this this is true green. This is true raw. We don't know anything about him. We just know how uh, a lot of people were talking about him being, you know, a one of the best linemen in the draft because of his talent. But he went to Louisiana Lafayette. We just don't know anything about him, and he's getting thrown into the fire. You're gonna you're going to think that the Broncos are definitely going to go after that right side of the line. You're going to think the Steelers are going to find a way to, uh, to protect those guys the best they possibly can. They can do it. It's going to be tough. This is going to be more of a 2 a.m. game than you're going to see um, in a while. If these guys with these guys being that green, if they win they're it's going to be a lot uglier than you hope. Dave, you played the line when you played. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, you got to roll with what you got. I mean, and the story. I mean, Chooks was the he was the the he's more known as the better pass blocker. Banner was known as more as, as the run blocker. And the reason it seemed like Banner won the job was he had made a lot of improvements in his pass blocking. So you're good. What makes me nervous is that it's two new guys right next to each other, but I'm going to reserve judgment because I am waiting because we know what's coming as of after this afternoon when he informed us that uh, we're going to have a film room from one Jeffrey Benedict breaking down Kevin Dotson's plays that he made, the, those few, few, few handful of plays he was in in week one. And I think I'll, I'll reserve my judgment to see what Jeffrey presents to us. I, I tell you this, every, you know, Chuk's a core for you can have concerns over him and that's, that's justifiable. I mean, here's, he's in his third year, hasn't won a job yet and he didn't win this job, but it, the fact that it went down to the wire tells me that what we saw from Zach Banner, you should probably expect similar from Chuk's a core for, because if Zach Banner was that much better, it wouldn't have gone down to the wire. It would have been a Zach Banner's the guy. He's going to be our starting right tackle, and we know this. And it wasn't. Um, so because look, Matt ahead. Filer won the job super fast last year. Everyone knew yeah. it was Filer before they played the first preseason game. Yeah. So I, I think Chooks will be okay, and he has more starts in mm-hmm. under his belt than Banner did. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's got the experience. He understands what's going to be expected of him, and I'm sure they're going to give them help with a tight end and chipping on their side and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. Kevin Dotson from everything I've read, and I'm anxious to see Jeffrey's uh, film room as well, but everything you read about him leading up to the draft, which he was not even invited to the combine. Think about this was left out of the combine gets drafted in the fourth round by Pittsburgh and his start. It could, could, I'm just going to say he's starting, <laughs> starting in his first professional game in his second, he, his first start is going to come in his second game. I mean, that's incredible. But he's a road grader. You want him going downhill. You want him going forward and just paving the way. And that's a good thing. You know, that's not Wisniewski's strength. That's, you know, I'm fine with having to road the pass blocking. That's not so much his forte. We'll put it that way. So um here can I put one other thing? Sure. You were talking about the about the 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 
the eligible, you know, the, ta- the, the tight end, the tackle that comes in to, to play yeah. the jumbo tight end job. Do you know who played that at the end of the 2017 season, if I do recall correctly? Gerald Hawkins. That would be one Gerald Hawkins. I know that so, because mm. Feetner's interview today. Feetner says yeah. that in his interview no, today. Because <laughs> I, I just looked at his snap counts, and he technically got a start out of it. where He only played five snaps on offense, but he got a start in week, what was that, 13 of 2017. That was, you know, he was out 2016. He was injured the whole season. Um, yeah. And and that that's just, and I think he was out for 2018 injured. So let's see, you know, maybe he comes in if they need to use that role, but he's mainly there for the depth. And Mark Tobin asked in the live chat, did we sign, did the Steelers sign Jared Hawkins? The answer is yes. Uh, they, they did. Officially made that. that was, it was reported. And then Jerry Dulac from the post Gazette says they're not going to do it. But then all of a sudden they make the move when they put banner on IR, they bring in Jared Hawkins. I thought it was a good move. Yeah. A guy that knows the system. He's still in the league. You're not pulling someone off the couch. He was on the Houston Texans practice squad. So by all means, I don't think that's going to be that big of a deal, but you know Can- what, when you think about, Go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say just to just to <laughs> just to clarify the rules. Um, they what they some people might say. Well, why didn't they just elevate a practice a squad guy from their own team? Well, if they were going to bring him in to have more people, he had to come onto the roster for at least three weeks. So that's just you know, it, does it mean that they think more of him than Durbin Gray? Not necessarily. But if you're going to look outside somewhere, there's a lot of guys on practice squads, and if you really want to get better. You're if you're going to look somewhere else, that's that's just what you have to do. He has to go on to the 53. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. So, you know, you think about Gerald Hawkins coming back to Pittsburgh. He was in Houston. The Steelers play the Texans next week. Mm-hmm. And you maybe think to yourself, ah, could they pick their pick his brain a little bit about the offense, the playbook? Possibly. Which then brings me to the fact that <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing the Denver Broncos, which you might as well call them Pittsburgh Mountain 2.0 West. Pittsburgh, well, well I, don't, I don't even know what we're going to call them. Someone said Pittsburgh Elevation. <laughs> I saw on Twitter. I think they put on your Twitter. But, or something. Th- but think about this. And guys, Brian, if you'll help me out here, in, in case I missed one, Mike Munchak obviously has ties to mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Yep. They signed Mark Barron. He's injured right now. Well, I'm not sure if he's going to play as a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. Anthony Ciccolo has been signed. Now their coach, Nick Fangio Reportedly. said he's well, he's, I think he's signed because Nick Fangio said that there's a long shot that he would even play this week. Gotcha. And then your boy, Brian, Deontay Spencer, Deontay right? Spencer. Am yep. I missing someone else from Pittsburgh? That's in Denver. I, I do think not it. think uh, I, you know, I mean, Oh, yeah, well, 
Vinette, Vinette, if you want to count. Yeah. Vinette, yep. Vinette. Oh, there's another one on the practice squad. Another guy on the practice squad. Patrick Morris, who they poached. Um, from well, not poached when the st- when he was up on the Steelers team when Pouncey had the suspension, they claimed him off waivers. That's right, I remember last that. year he didn't make the team this year, but they signed him to the practice squad. So my question is this: I'm going to ask Brian first. These players that are there now, especially Munchak, how big of an advantage is that for the Denver Broncos coming to Heinz Field this Sunday? You know, that's kind of a huge advantage because. He knows he was the assistant head coach of this team at one point. Um, he's he knows this team inside and out. He knows that line. He he was the architect of that line. I mean, for uh, for many a year. So I would think that that he knows the tendencies of of the uh, running game. But here's the thing: whether you know the tendencies tendencies or not, you can get all of that on film. You don't have to have been there. Like bringing in Anthony Ciccolo to be a spy, he's not really a spy. He hasn't been, he wasn't there this preseason. Mark Barron wasn't there this preseason. So I think that's, uh, you actually get more of an advantage out of a Gerald Hawkins who's in Houston than than the the Broncos are going to get out of it. If they're going to get an advantage out of anybody, it's going to be Munchak just because he knows Mike Tomlin's brain. He knows, uh, he knows, no one knows Randy Feetner's brain, really. Um, um, Randy Feetner doesn't know According to everybody else, he was Randy Feetner's brain while he was. (laughs) Quite possibly. Um, But, you know, they have ways to counter that as well. Dave, what are your thoughts? Advantage? Denver here? I I don't know that it's an advantage. And like I said, to me, the Chicolo signing – I said it in the article that I wrote for it. I'm like, don't read that much into it that he played for the Steelers. Just when they Denver had three healthy outside linebackers, and not even healthy because because Chubb's coming back from ACL. They're apparently he's on a bit of a snap count. They only had three guys to play outside linebacker. They need someone else. You got to go find someone. They went and found someone uh, that they thought they liked. To me, I think the advantage of knowing anything more comes more with Munchak, even though it's another year removed than for many of the guys that they have. Just from reading the transcripts of uh, both Randy Feetner and especially Keith Butler's interviews today, Butler was very open about the fact that they are going to have to change things. They're going to have to be creative. They know they know what Munchak knows about their defense. He's gone against them. He schemed against them for years in Pittsburgh. And so he says, we're going to have to do some things that we haven't done before. So that was interesting to me. Um, but I, I, like you guys said, I, I think that Munchak is going to be the one, but you know, even look at week one, the offense didn't look the same because, you know, you have Matt Canada stamp with the, the motions and things like that. It's different. It's all different. Like Brian said, so I'm not going to put too much stock into that. Um, Last question here, guys. So James Conner, since we're sticking with injuries, and we'll go to a break after this segment here. Since James Conner is back and is a full participant, if you're Mike Tomlin or Randy Land, how are you dividing up the division of labor at running back starting on Sunday? Dave, we'll go with you first. Um, I think they're still going to go with Conner, 
but I don't, I think it's going to be more split than they normally would do. In my opinion, I think what, if they're really smart, you take the first half, you get both guys, some carries, you get them out, both some drives, maybe in and out on some drives. And when it's, when it's all said and done, you're going to find out who your more effective runner is. And then that's kind of who you ride more. Ryan agree or disagree. I agree that that's what, uh, they should do actually (laughs) will they will they do that (laughs) actually you know what i'm actually going to disagree a little bit because if it's me and i'm not a knee-jerk guy but i'm giving benny snell the uh i'm giving benny snell the start i just don't believe in the sentimentality of well james it's been his job all along james was not effective before the injury i mean he had night i mean what six yards on nine carries or nine yards on six carries. He was not good. And Benny Snell was, he was electric. So I'm thinking it's time to, uh, you know, even send a message even more. You're not benching them completely, but maybe I want to see more 60, 40 and the 60 being uh BSJ and uh, the 40 being James Connor. To me, I don't understand why fans, and this is not just a Steeler fan thing, this is just fans in general, why they immediately want to go from one end of the spectrum to the other in the drop of a hat. It would be, I would be happy if it's a, it's like a 60-40 split. That would be great. If you can keep, I understand that James Conner is injury prone. Okay, everyone knows that. If you follow the Steelers and don't know that, you've been living under a rock since he was drafted. What I'm saying is that he can still bring value to the team. He can bring value in a pass blocking situation. He is good at picking up the blitz. I feel like he's better in um, receiving in regards to running routes. I think he's a, has better hands than Benny Snell. Benny Snell definitely does have things that he does better than James Conner right now. And Jeffrey Benedict will go to his grave telling you that if James Conner would get to play with, with Watt more, Derek Watt, you would see more success. James Conner runs well with the fullback. They didn't put Watt in really until the second half of, of week one. So maybe they switch it up a little bit. I think if the Steelers were smart, and in this case with Randy Feetner, I'm never going to say that, yes, I, I think that's the same. If they can use both of these guys, it's not a bad thing. And if you go with the hot hand, you go with the hot hand. You know, if, if James Conner rushes for 113 yards and no touchdowns on, on Sunday, are people going to be upset? I'm not. He rushed over 100 yards. That's amazing. So I just don't think that people need to just go from one camp to the other or jump all on this bandwagon when we've all been saying it, or at least I have, all offseason. A running back by committee, I think, is the best approach for this offense. It always has been. And so if they were to go to that, I think it would just make the offense more versatile. I think it would make them more dynamic. And I think ultimately it would just be better. Brian, what are your thoughts? Yeah, here's the thing. I'm not saying put this guy on the shelf completely. I already said 60-40, but I do not want them to go back to 90-10 with Connor as the bell cow, and when he gets hurt, all right, okay, now we'll, we'll use you again, Benny Snow Jr. Um, that's that's what I want. I don't want them to be – I don't want the bell cow. I want the Snell cow, and I'm going to take Bill Davis put that in there. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Bill put it in there. Very funny stuff. I mean – I'm not even asking for the Snell cow. All I'm asking for is a better division of labor. And that's a Mike Tomlin term. You don't need 90-10. And that's what we were going to get. That's what I'm afraid we're going to get again. Look, James Conner has value. 
James Conner cannot be 100% of the time your bell cow. That Those days are over. You've got the number three <laughs> rusher in the league in Benny Snell Jr. after one week. And he's maybe two yards away from being the number two rusher in the league. Use his and, talents. And and number two took almost as many care almost twice as many carries. That was on 31 carries and only got three more yards than what Snell did. So okay, Dave, final go. thoughts before we final, take a break. Final, final thoughts on that. Well, I want to say something about it because actually Wes brought it up in the live chat. It says, Don't you know which one's better by now? I'm like no, but Jeff said it perfect. It's the hot hand. And the, I mean, think about it. Any you could say that Juju Smith Schuster's the, the, the number one receiver on the Steelers. Does he have to have the most yards every game? No. Sometimes based on different defenses and different matchups and different things make it better. And as as our film guys have pointed out constantly, these two guys run differently. They do. And one might be better for one style, and one might be better for the other style. Or so depending on your on your opponent and who's really getting going, there, there's nothing wrong with seeing who's the hotter hand. But um honestly, if if they don't give Connor as many carries, they're going to maybe use it as a, use the excuse of you know protecting him. But we'll see. Yeah. All right. So there you have it. When we come back after this break, we're going to talk about X factors, odds, predictions, fantasy football, and a little game called over under for this week two game against the Denver Broncos. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.